Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Catch new episodes of The O Show for free, available on all audio platforms, including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. For full video versions of the podcast, head on over to YouTube and StarWorldWideNetworks.com. The O Show is presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself. The best group boxing workout in the market, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Oh, Jack. Jack O'Hara. Boy, you asked me some interesting questions, my man. It's a great question, Jack. Jack, hey, it's Josh Radner. Hey there, Jack O'Hara. It's Johnny Damon. Jack, you had questions for me. Jack O'Hara? Absolutely. This message is for Jack O'Hara. Jack, how are you? Hey, Jack. Jack, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, Jack? Uh, listen, man, you know, you, you, you asked me a couple questions. Broadcasting around the world, you're listening to The O Show. In the show and uh, doing your thing, I mean, you've got some pr- pretty big name guests. I've seen your, your stuff, so congratulations on your success. Jack O'Hara. Much nicer guy than Conan O'Brien, with much better interviewing skills. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. Now, let's get to it. I'm so boned. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's totally gonna break up with you. She's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used TickPick. Wait, what'd you say? TickPick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh. TickPick. I thought you said TickPick. No hidden fees. Download today. responding to two completely different names because again they're like not even similar uh i mean you know i've gotten used to it over the years (laughs) (laughs) and look more people know me by seth than colby so it's not really that big of a deal at this point you know wow that's it my my real name's john and i wouldn't even like think twice to look at someone if they called me that whatever you gotta do i mean it's just doesn't anybody call you john sometimes my mother if she's mad at me (laughs) right <laughs> yeah, see, but I have millions of people who call me Seth, so it's it's I've gotten quite used to it. It, it takes good. some time, but uh, you get used to it after a while. Wow, and you've had a few different names, right? I, I was reading up on some of your past names. Obviously, Tyler Black was the famous one on the indie scene, but you wrestled by the name Sam Robbins. There was Gix or Jix, I, I read somewhere. Yeah, true and false. So I wrestled okay. under the name Gix, but, but that was before... I actually made my professional debut. My debut was in 2005. Um, after I had been trained, I had wrestled previously, probably, um, I would say, maybe a year before that in a ring, uh, and then for four years before that in my backyard. But um, my kind of debut in-ring name was Gix, who was a Magic the Gathering character. I never played Magic the Gathering, but my brother, who's three years older than me, was way into it. 
gave me the name or thought it was a cool name. And I was like, all right, if you think it's cool, I must be cool. So I used that for a, a little bit, maybe, maybe a year here and there and some, some shows. Well, and if anybody wanted to use that gimmick, it's probably still out there, man. What about uh, Sam Robbins? That's pretty darn close to what you got now. I think that, I think Sam, I never wrestled with Sam Robbins. I, I think that's just a rib. I think somebody somebody may have mispronounced Seth Rollins at some point, but I never I never I know I don't know where Sam Robbins comes from. See, that makes more sense. I mean, so many different names like that, so many different gimmicks as well. Weren't you, you know, growing up in Iowa in Davenport and Buffalo, you and your friends consider yourself straight edge and you guys lived by that mentality? Was that, you know, CM Punk inspired? Uh Honestly, it was just to be different than everybody else because you get to high school and everybody's discovering alcohol for the first time if they haven't already. And it's all about going to parties on the weekend and drinking and telling your stories about how uh, hammered you got over the weekend and the dumb stuff you got up to. And me and my friends just thought that that was the dumbest shit on the planet. And mostly, so just mostly to be, you know, counterculture, as anti as possible. And so... We were totally against it. We, we and, it, and it just gave us like it really gave us a sense of entitlement. Uh, <laughs> it really gave us. It truly gave us a feeling of like, oh, we're better than you because we don't we don't need that crap to have a good time. So um, that's kind of where it came from. You know, we had some relatives as well. Um, you know, who had, who had gotten into it, and you know, it, it turns out bad if if you're if you're an addict. And so that was also some motivation. We just we didn't want any part of that. So. Um, twofold, but yeah, yeah, straight as it gets, man. That's actually really cool, man. There, there must have been a you know a spot, you know, like you talk about like the grunge era back in Seattle in the nineties. Like there must have been a spot for you guys, like straight edge society, you know, certain metal bands that you listen to. Because I know you're you were a big metal guy growing up too. But there was a spot in Iowa City, which is a college town, University of Iowa, called Gabe's Oasis, and they would have all sorts of sweet shows in there. I got my face kicked in more than once um, trying to dance around in the pits there. So, yeah, it, it was uh, that was part of it. And once we, like, my friends and I were very insulated. Like I said, we were, I was a bit of an introvert, so we were insulated because there was, you know, a group of four or five of us that didn't drink, but outside of that, we didn't know anybody. So kind of when we discovered the hardcore scene and realized that there were other people out there that were straight edge and didn't drink and didn't do drugs, like, it was cool. It was refreshing. It was like, oh, this is this is my tribe. These are my people, you know? Well, that's good. Well, I got one quick question for you. I know we don't have a lot of time. Probably a basic question you've heard over and over again, but I kind of wanted to get your take on, you know, your experience, you know, getting that call to cash in money in the bank six years ago at WrestleMania, having to fly to New York for the morning show, having to fly back for all, all in like a 24-hour period, probably less than 24 hours. Yeah, I just it was uh, it was very surreal. I think now when I look back and I talk about it, it seems almost as if it happened to somebody else. Uh, and I remember it in um, in the video images that exist. You know, like yeah. it's hard for me to really wrap my own memories in into what I see as it. You know, me running the back view of me running down the ramp or like me cashing it in. I always see it. Uh, almost an out-of-body experience. Um, the, the plane ride and the Today Show stuff was just a whirlwind, dude. I just remember trying to sleep. Um, it, 
probably I have some good stories about that one that I don't know that I can share but um, yeah it was uh, it was a doozy man it was a good question but a really cool experience so and that must have been a very special moment too sharing that with Joe who everybody knows now is Roman Reigns head of the table you know tribal chief uh, but you guys again 10 years almost next year's 10 years when you guys debuted at Survivor Series Rollins, Reigns and Ambrose uh, attacking Cena and Ryback to help CM Punk win the title uh, what was it like you know going through those stages you know being called by Vince saying you three are going to ambush the main event of Survivor Series because I know originally you guys were wearing turtlenecks at one point there was an idea for you guys to have actual shields uh, when you guys were marching to the ring I don't think anybody would have liked that. Yeah, we were in turtlenecks, and we had riot shields as a, as a, and, and clubs as well that they had made for us because we were supposed to be some sort of security, riot security group or whatever. Um, and we immediately realized that the shield, they were huge, they're full-body riot shields. You ever seen a riot, you know, massive? We, we very much realized pretty quickly that there was no way we were going to be able to jump the railing, run through the crowd, jump the railing, and get into the ring with those. They were going to be very cumbersome. Yeah. The shields went by the wayside quickly. And the batons, we had, you know, like kind of, you know, riot batons that we were going to use as weapons. But uh, Vince McMahon, our boss, actually saw us with the, the batons as we were rehearsing our debut and was like, you need batons to beat somebody up? What kind of men are you? And we were like, goodbye, <laughs> see you batons. And so those live somewhere in a warehouse in Stanford, Connecticut now. Uh, and we never used them and quickly switched out of the turtlenecks after the debut. Would you ever like to go back to being, you know, a tag team partner or a part of a trio or a faction like that? Because I, I remember uh, Merrick Brave, obviously, he runs your, your camp and, and your gym now. But you guys were partners back on the indie scene before he got hurt. Would you have, you know, been a singles guy later on, or did that, um, you know, freaking injury for him kind of shape, you know, your idea to become a singles competitor? Yeah, so um, Tyler Black was my name at the time. Merrick Brave was my partner. Um, we now have a wrestling school together, the Black and the Brave Wrestling Academy. Uh, the Black and the Brave was our tag team name. Uh, we broke into the business together. Uh, he suffered an injury in, I want to say it would have been 2008, maybe. Um, that was pretty debilitating for him, and he ended up getting out of the business. He made a short comeback, and now he runs my wrestling school uh, as the head coach and partner. He ended up having to have spinal surgery not, a few years ago now to kind of repair some of the injuries that he got during that time. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that, that's accurate. Hey, man, everything happens for a reason. I mean, you know, to go through something like that, I, I know – uh, kind of on a related subject with your current finishing move now, the curb stomp, it was taken away for a while because obviously it was the the defining moment at WrestleMania 31 when you won the title from Reigns and Lesnar. But at the same time, it was taken away. Wasn't it taken away like the next night? Why was it taken away specifically? I know it's a dangerous move and you don't want kids doing it. But was that a Vince McMahon call? Did he kind of think that it was kind of a cool thing for the top champion to have? Yeah, I, I was going to do the Today Show uh, then the following morning after I had won the title uh, with that move, and obviously they're replaying me winning the title, and whether he saw it or somebody else saw it or there was a conversation that involved him and he decided we'll do something different. Uh, I'd been using sure. it for a few years up to that point and won the title with it, but we went in a different direction the following uh, following night. Now, what did you do in that 
moment. I'm curious because obviously story has it you switched to the pedigree, you know, at the time you were part of the authority with Triple H, you know, using the pedigree was, you know, great storyline move. But did you have backups in place? Was there a quote unquote no, plan? No, my mind plan? went to WTF. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? I'm like, no one, it, you're out of your mind. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, uh, you know, his big concern was that uh, kids can do it to each other. And I'm like, it's pro wrestling. It's every pro wrestling move ever invented. I'm like, well, c- come on, man. This this argument is flat, but mm. at the end of the day, he's the boss. He signs the checks. It's, it's his deal. So, you know, you figure it out. I didn't have much uh, in the back of my head, but I was a bit of a high flyer. I, you know, I still do some high flying stuff now. So they were kept, kept trying to get me to do like high flying stuff for a finish. And I'm like, no, I'm like, what top guy ever had a move off the top rope? You know, you got to have a move you can do to anybody at any time in a bunch of different ways, a full setup for it. I mean, like Eddie Guerrero and Rob Van Dam might be the only two that pop into my head with the frog splash. And while I do have a nice frog splash, I also don't want to do a frog splash every night. So, uh, I had to, you know, try to come up with some different stuff. Unfortunately, I was under the tutelage of triple H at the time. Uh, and so it only made sense. He, he was the only one in the company who'd ever used the pedigree. And so, being a, a bad guy, being a heel and under, you know, being his apprentice, it, it seemed like a very, very much a, a good, a good moment and a good thing to use and try to move it forward, you know? Catch new episodes of The O Show for free, available on all audio platforms, including Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. For full video versions of the podcast, head on over to YouTube and StarWorldWideNetworks.com. The O Show is presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the champ Floyd Money Mayweather himself, the best group boxing workout in the market, Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.